0: The Natural Man Podcast is intended as general information for educational purposes only and should not be construed as medical advice or a diagnosis of any kind or as a substitute for medical treatment. The information provided in this podcast is not meant to replace the advice of or treatment by any physician. Do not rely upon any information to replace consultations or advice received by qualified health professionals regarding your own specific situation. If you suspect that you have a medical problem, you are urged to seek competent medical help. The Natural Man Podcast and its representatives and agents disclaim any liability for any negative or other medical or other outcomes. That may occur as a result of acting on or not acting on any information contained in the podcast. The views and opinions expressed by the host and all guests are their own, and their appearance on this podcast and at the website of the Natural Man Podcast does not imply any endorsement of them or any entity they represent, and does not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Natural Man Podcast. This is our, the Natural Man Podcast. <laughs>
1: I am good with winging it. You and I seem. Cool. You and I seem to be great at doing that together.
0: <laughs> We've been winging it for several episodes. <laughs> totally. Now I think, and uh, you know what's funny is uh, I mentioned this to you before, but man, you're coming back on here so many times. We got to just get you a desk in an office somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. It would. It would. But um, yeah, man, thanks for being here, Doug Godkin from Amio uh, Life. Amiolife.com, the mastermind behind that. Supplements, go check it out. Um, amazing products, high-quality products. Not all supplements are created equal. We talked about that before. Um, but, Doug, thanks for being here again, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. It's always a pleasure to be here. Cool. Um, so I know we were talking about um, just messaging and and. Everybody's inundated with just a sea of content across every platform. And I know we have to be we have to tread carefully here because we don't want to get deplatformed or anything like that. Sadly, you have to think of those things these days. but um, what do you think it is? Like you and I talked about healthy living, healthy lifestyles, living well, taking care of yourself. Why, is that, why does that messaging uh, not translate to a broader audience? What do you think is going on? Why do you think people don't get the message?
1: I think the message has been so convoluted that people are confused. and you've you've got so many people out there in the space nowadays trying to make content to make money and try to tell all of these things, you know, kind of in a different story of doing it. That, that people have literally gotten confused with all of these different influencers and different stories and, and different protocols. It's just it's – it's, it's overwhelming.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. And, and so so what do you think someone needs to do to navigate that? I mean aside from just doing all the due diligence and the research yourself – not everybody's going to do that. I'm okay with doing that. I, I can be a bit of a research hound. Yeah. So I'm good with it. But I know I have – I know people that look at me like I'm crazy. Like I'm not going to go read all that research. And like I get it. Not everybody has time for that. Not everybody has that passion. But it's almost like trying to trying to live well, trying to live a holistic lifestyle, um, it's an uphill battle in – culture that we're in today
1: it it totally is and and this is this is the challenging part and this is where i get so frustrated with with all of this is i see there's about half a dozen to a dozen kind of main faces let's say that people are seeing all over instagram and facebook and all of these different kinds of channels right um telegram you know TikTok, whatever it would be but there's like you can see it. a small amount of talking heads out there and I watch a lot of their content and, 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 you know, and, and a bunch of them I know, but I, wa- I watch their content and it's, and I shake my head and it's like, you guys, all you're trying to do is, is peddle stuff. Whether it's, it's a product that somebody's paying you to endorse or a, a gadget, or a health widget, or, or just something, right? It's like to, to make money, and yeah, and and these people make an, an exorbitant amount of money in doing so. They've got very very large audiences, and um, and you know, people kind of hang by their every word, right? But right. what their the the problem is 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 the real truthful information, let's say isn't a, isn't information that you can monetize because you know the, the real nuts and bolts to getting yourself healthier isn't in reading all of these books and, and and taking these courses and investing a whole bunch of money into you know these different widgets and gidgets, let's say it's just looking at what you're putting into and onto your body Right? And and you and I yeah. have talked about this in prior episodes, but, you know, looking at what you're putting into your body through your foods, looking at what you're putting onto your body through your um, personal care products and, and what you associate yourself with in your home and understanding that the, the main portion of what's making us sick is over-chemicalization and, and the things we're doing to our body. And we can talk about stress, we can talk about sleep we can talk about all of these different things but what all these other things are is the result of of what's happening in the first place right so what yeah. we see is we see these books we see these supplements we see these widgets widgets let's say to go after the effects of not feeling well and, and having a body that's in disarray because you can sell all sorts of great stuff by doing that but unless you're going to go after the what's making me sick in the first place, it's very difficult, right? And this, this is where it becomes so mm-hmm. frustrating is people are spending a lot of their hard-earned money in buying all of these different programs and books and, like I witches and gadgets to help themselves feel better. But nobody's just taking people down to the foundation and saying, okay, here's the root cause of why you're in the situation that you're in today, right? And the reality of it is, if if you're honest, you'll say, I got nothing to sell you for telling you this message, right? So Mm -hmm. back to the fact that you can't really monetize that message because you're helping people make that change in how they interact with the things in their life, like I say, the foods, the supplements, the um, the, the household cleaning products, the, the personal care products, if we can really truly educate people on how they're living surrounding those things, then all of the other stuff that they're, you know, they're, they're suffering from and feeling pain from, it, it, it's going to help with that. Is it going to heal everybody? No. And, you know, and please don't think I'm playing doctor on this but it's going to start putting people in the best foot forward to start to be able to overcome the things that are bringing them down.
0: You know, it's funny that you say that because it's not that difficult. Like like part of my job and part of your job and what we do is to do research, yep. clearly. And so that's not for everybody. And we don't expect everybody to – be in uh you know Google Books or Google, you know, Google's scholar.google.com to, to look through different reports or, or PubMed or whatever it is. But it they're just foundational. You know what I mean? Like this just when we look at our ancestors, they just did this instinctively. They did. Right? And and it, it didn't take thought. It was just instinct. They they ate the foods they were supposed to eat. Now they didn't have the crazy selection we have today, right? It's easy to go off the rails and and eat a certain way that's not conducive to good health. But even still, even with the confusing messaging that you're discussing here that that we're getting, the mixed messages, the um, getting steered down the wrong direction as far as food choices, it's still not that difficult. I mean, I think most of us know what a nourishing meal is, and what it or, or don't people know? Do you think people just don't know?
1: I think people are once again confused because if, if you go to the grocery store, for instance, right, and p- people have been heavily deceived through marketing over the last 50 years, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. You, you walk down the aisles of, of those stores and you see on the front face or on on the cover of what people see of those foods, you know, low salt, low saturated fat, weight watchers approved. You see all of these different trust symbols on a product, right? And people look at that and they say, okay, well, this has got to be good for me. You know, it's doctor approved or it's, Weight Watchers approved, or it's keto, or it's vegan, or or whatever that you know the trust symbol is that they're particularly looking for. But do they seldom flip over the box and look and say, "Okay, well, what's truly in this?" If it's coming out of a box or a package, well, it's full of chemicals, if not completely of, of chemicals, right? And yeah, so I think people have lost the ability to associate proper, true nutrition with marketing. Right. And
0: right. They believe everything, they believe everything
1: they read for sure, but they've lost that association to think, okay, is it, you know, coming out of a box? Can it be good for me, for instance? Right. And you know, when, when we see ingredients and we see foods heavily manipulated Every time that it's manipulated, it's, as, it's losing its effectiveness, it's losing the body's ability to process it, and it's losing the ability for the body to get nutrition from it, right? Mm-hmm. So when, when we see people that are heavily on processed foods and heavily processed foods, and then we see on the other side, they're getting sicker, they're, they're losing energy, they don't sleep well, they're gaining weight, all of these different things that are happening, they start to get inflammatory conditions. Well, what's causing that? Well, the only thing that can be causing that is what's going into the body, right? And then the body's looking at that Again, yeah. I don't know what to do with all of this stuff, so it's going to make the body sick. So we see this great element of distrust, I'm going to say, happening in the food industry and in, in so many of these different industries marketing to people's emotions and giving people, I'm going to say a a quarter truth, not even a half truth, but a quarter truth of saying, you know, this is healthy for you when in fact it's not. Um, So that's, that's a huge concern when we see people trying to get on the right side of their health.
0: Yeah. And a lot of those stores, just like the one you mentioned, um, they have a lot of good choices too. It's not. It's not like you walk in there and everything in Correct. there is bad for you. Um, obviously, the produce section is somewhere everybody should frequent. Obviously, um, natural foods. You know, unprocessed meats, fish, whatever that is. That stuff is in most stores in in their corresponding aisles. So it's not like we need to just be eating boxed foods, bagged foods, packaged foods, things that are pro- overly processed, like you say. But that just seems to be where everybody still frequents.
1: Well, they frequent it. They frequent yeah. it because it's got the perception that it fits into people's time schedule. You know, people are busy, right? So it, it's like this yeah. convenience lifestyle of how quick can I make dinner? How quick can I fill up my stomach, right? Cause we, we haven't made time yeah. in our lives for food and we've, we we've, we've become right. a society of people that's so busy and you know, that realistically that started in the 1950s when, you know, we saw the evolution of the automobile and we saw the suburbs come into place and we saw, you know, just the growth of the fast food restaurant and that whole culture of the United States, for instance, just exploded with the automobile, and then the fast food um, and drive-throughs and everything in the whole food industry—all of a sudden was making this shift to make things quicker, right? And I'm going to say that's when we really saw the chemicalization of processed foods really take off. Then we became, the, you know, the microwave generation, right? Hey, it's so much easier just to throw yeah. something in the microwave and you got dinner in five minutes than, than having to cook it. So yeah. what what we've had is is we've had in 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 an order for convenience, the you know, we we've, we've lost, you know, our we've lost that family time at the kitchen table, which is vitally important. Yeah. But we we've lost that time where you know we would actually cook good food from scratch, right? And yep. that that if there's one message is, is is something we need to get back to is you know when we grow go into the grocery store, shop the perimeter, right? You know, shop the fruits and the veggie yep. aisles, shop the meat aisle if, if you know somebody eats meat, or you know, like stay away from the middle of the grocery store and, and you can cook phenomenal meals by not even entering the you know, the, the middle aisles, let's say, or the, or the packaged aisles. And, right. you know, if, if there's one message, you know, that to, to start turning around wellness, it's not going, and, and I'm saying this as a supplement manufacturer, I'm saying, don't go buy my supplements, go to the grocery store and start to shop the perimeter and, you know, the, the veggies, the eggs, the fruits, you know, the, the good food. And, You know, we can get into a whole other conversation about how food is grown and processed and everything like that, but for what we have available Mm -hmm. to us today, right, that we can go and get in our car or get on our bike and go to the grocery store and say, I'm going to make a positive difference. That's the most positive difference we can make today, right, rather than going to a fast food outlet or... You know, a microwave dinner or or something that's coming out of a box. That's the one thing that we have control of that we can start doing today.
0: Hey, this is Mike C, and we want you to know that we only endorse products we truly believe in. We're an affiliate of best-selling author Dr. Carolyn Dean's RNA Reset Products, home of the famous Remag Liquid Magnesium Supplement. So when you go to rnareset.com and make any purchases using the coupon code naturalman, we get a commission. So if you like what we do, this is one way you can support the Natural Man podcast. Make your purchase now at rnareset.com using the coupon code naturalman.
1: or sexy catch Catch us on on the the dean Dean blundell network Network. Network. or on our youtube channel or wherever you get your podcasts because Because democracy is is something something you do
0: it's funny it's funny because my place came with a microwave it's it's built into the wall but i i honestly can't remember the last time i used it same same i (laughs) like we you know we we have one in
1: our house too and I honestly can't remember the last time I even turned it on. Was it's more of an inconvenience to have it on the counter than it is anything else? <laughs> um, you know, to just throw it in the dump. But um, Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, so so when we get back to the original question that we started on today, you know, with with the influencers and, and the people telling stories and the and the talking heads you know, this story that you and I are, are talking about today or, or, or this information, let's say, you know, is, is information that is free, right? We don't need to write a book yeah. about it. We don't need to charge somebody nineteen ninety five to take our course for a day or, or anything else like that. It's, it's just getting back to the foundation and the common sense of, of life. And is it fun? Is it, is it exciting? No, it's the most boring friggin' topic we can talk about, but yeah. is it helpful? I think so. And I hope the people listening to find this helpful. Um, you know, it's not flashy and we're not going to sell some awesome device that's going to, you know, help you in some miracle way in life. No, mm-hmm. we want to empower people to make that difference in their life. So that they can start recognizing and making smart choices or smarter choices to what's truly making them sick and hindering their health and and helping people get on the right side of that discussion in their own head of what do I need to do to overcome the challenges that I'm facing.
0: Yeah, 100%. And, you know, that was something from the inception of this podcast. In our first episode, I, I shared my story and I just felt compelled to reach out to a wider audience to just tell them, share my journey and, and encourage them to get on their own, whatever that is. Uh, it doesn't mean you quit your current protocol. It doesn't mean you fire your doctor. You do what you feel is working for you and where your heart uh, tells you you should be. Most definitely, but there is something to be said for taking charge of your own health. And you and I have touched on this in the past in in one of our several past episodes. It's taking charge of your health. It's reminding your doctor that they work for you and that their treatment plan has to make sense for you. They're not – you're not going to always have all the answers. You have to consult with professionals. You have to consult with experts, licensed practitioners, whatever that is, to get proper advice in certain situations. But I think getting well – to get well, you have to get in the driver's seat. You do. Someone's not going to get you well. An an acupuncturist isn't going to make you well. A naturopath's not going to make you well. They're going to – influence you. They're going to help you. They're going to walk alongside you. But you have to do the work. You have to make the changes. You have to adopt a certain lifestyle that is conducive to being well. And if somebody's not willing to put in the work, because it is work, make no mistake, it's work. Although I'm going to say this much. It felt like work for me in the beginning because of all the changes that, you know, my family and I had to make. But it's not now it's not work. Now it's just It's just what I do. When I go to the grocery store, I just buy what I've always bought. I, I, you know, I pick the vegetables I buy. I buy things that I run through a juicer. And I don't think twice, you know. I buy bananas. I buy fruits. I buy stuff that my family wants to eat. And I try to make healthy choices 99.9% of the time. Yeah, I'll slip up and buy a little tub of ice cream for fun one day or whatever that is. But – It's always, every time I eat something, and this might sound slightly neurotic, every time I eat something, I think, what is this doing to my body? And when I think that way, it helps me control what I'm putting into my body and be more hopefully wise in my choices. But I know not everybody's wired that way. So that strategy is not going to work for everybody. But all this to say, you have to take control of your own health If you're dealing with issues, if you're having health issues, um, ultimately, it's up to you what you feel you should do. And there's, you can research your condition, you can get different opinions on it, and then do what makes sense to you. And I've honestly, I've had to walk out of doctor's offices in the past. I've had to fire doctors who just weren't working with what I was trying to accomplish, what I was trying to achieve, what I the way I was trying to overcome, different conditions I'd suffered in the past. Um, I didn't have all the answers at the time, but I felt that some of the doctors that i had worked with didn't have all the answers either. And that's why it was time for me to move on. You're not going to find anybody with all the answers, um, but you can still find somebody who shares your same philosophy. And I think that's important in a treatment plan. What, what do you think?
1: I completely agree, and 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 first and foremost, you have to want to make the change. Nobody can want this for you. Yeah. Nobody can do this for you. You you have to be your own champion, and you know you have to be your own doctor as well. Um, you know, like like only you can make these changes. And I talk to so many people, you know, on a daily and weekly basis that are that are stuck in their journey and it's surprising the amount of people that want to stay stuck and be stuck there's so many people I talk to that want to make the change and and make that conscious effort and and start you know making it but so many people I talk to nowadays are just it's almost like they developed that around their identity and yeah if they start to make the change or want to be better they give up that identity and and the sad thing is is i see them on facebook and i see them on social media and and this kind of thing talking about the the woe and, and low is me and you know everything's bad and i can't get better and i'm sick i'm sick i'm sick and i know that these people have armies of people around them trying to champion them to success and And, and it becomes a lot of lip service of, of excuses and that, and that kind of thing. And, you know, and I know there's a lot of people that are going through some very challenging times in life too, so I don't want to be coming across negative towards that. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is the only person that can start to make the change is the person living in their own skin. Right. And. Yep. And it's creating the new habits, right? And it does take time to make these new habits and, and get in the groove of new habits. But like the life that we're living today, good, bad, or indifferent, has taken time to get us into that cycle. Well, if we're going to change that cycle and to get into new habits where you know we go from eating um packaged foods, and we've got that whole sort of persona around how we cook and how we eat to say, okay, I'm going to change that. Well, it's going to take some time to get that into the groove and and make that the new normal in, you know, daily living.
0: Yeah, and it, it might be a shifting of priorities. Exactly. Because I know people work hard. I know there's single parents out there working two, three jobs, 16-hour days. Like, I, I get it, and and people are in situations where they can be stuck and my heart goes out to them. But the tough part is, you know, as my wife always says, you know, our bodies don't care how busy we are. No, (laughs) at the end of the day, like our, our bodies need what they need to function properly. If we don't put the proper fuel in, they're not going to function optimally. And so it does take, like you say, some adjustment to make those changes. It takes a shift. It takes probably a reshifting of some priorities for a lot of people. So if that means you have to forfeit a little bit less time in front of a screen or a TV for people who still watch TV, not everybody does, um, then that might have to be the case or, or less time on social media or whatever that is so that you can stand in front of a, a stove and prepare whole foods it does take some effort. You can run out to a, a restaurant and get fast food, and it's quick and it's ready, but you're not optimizing. You're not optimizing the fuel that your body needs to run on most efficiently. Exactly. And that's great when you're 15. You know, I, I used to eat nonstop ta- tacos when I was when I was 15, 16. I could eat seven, eight tacos, and you know, not even have any indigestion. <laughs> Those days are over. Like I can't, I can't do that now. I'd be pro- I'd probably be dead if I ate that many tacos, um, and it sucks because I love tacos. But, um, but tacos can be good for you if you eat, right? if you do them properly. That's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. I'm talking about the not so good version. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but but you're right. You can change the ingredients. You can buy. Uh, you know, the organic shells or whatever. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. Like
1: you can, you, you know, so a lot of people think, you know, when we say they have to, or we recommend, you know, making the shift into what they eat, they're like, oh, no, I'm going to eat nuts and bark and grass for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it, it's, it's so much the opposite is, is you can eat so much better than, than the, the garbage that you're getting out of the boxes and stuff. Um yeah. you know, it, it requires a little bit more, let's say, imagination. But there's a ton of resources out there online from, from recipes and these kind of things that you know you don't even need to pay for a recipe book. They're they're all over the place on yeah. good clean living recipes um that that you that you can cook. And and I'll tell you, you know, you, you put up a good clean homemade meal versus something that come out of a box. And and the good
0: clean homemade meal will win every time. Definitely. And you'll just feel good. Totally. That you've accomplished it. Like when you make something and it tastes good and your family's sitting around the table, there's a certain fulfillment that, that, that warms your spirit it's, when you you know Exactly. It's
1: and you yeah, don't want to go it's more than you, you just, don't want to go
0: sleep on the couch for an hour after you eat it either. No, no, you don't. Definitely. Um So how do, you know, people are possibly misguided, they're seduced by marketing, all those things you mentioned earlier. So how do we steer people back to reality, for lack
1: of a better word? If there's one thing, and we'll keep going back to this, is forget the marketing, forget the product, forget the influencers, forget the advertisements, and just think about everything it is that you put into and onto your body on a daily basis. And is that yeah. item putting you into a positive direction or a negative direction? And and it requires looking at what's in that product, right? Um, it's, yeah. it's looking at what's in toothpaste, what's in your deodorant, what's in your shampoo you know like and truly looking at those ingredients that are in there and doing a little bit of research like you know doing this does take a little bit of time and effort to understand this but looking at these different um these different things that we engage with on a daily basis and, and truly understanding them and saying okay you know Positive direction, negative direction. Positive direction, negative direction. And, and it's going to take a little bit of time. But once somebody spends, I'm going to say, 30 days to understand what it is that you're engaging with. Because once you find a good, clean deodorant, you've made a change. Once you found a good, clean shampoo, you've made a change, right? So it's replacing... Mm-hmm a lot of the grocery store brands with more natural brands um and and you know they're not natural brands maybe a little bit more money to buy versus the grocery store brands and and the reason is is you know the ingredients to make a natural product do cost more to produce than a chemical right natural product is always going to be more expensive to produce than a chemical product because The chemical product is is exactly that. It's just a mass-produced chemical. So, you know, taking a good, say, two weeks to look at, you know, the cleaning supplies and the personal care products and saying, okay, here's where I can make these shifts and here's where I can make these better decisions and here's the new brands that I'm going to embrace in doing so, right? So that that right there is a huge step forward in – what the chemical load on our body becomes, because our skin is our body's biggest organ and what we take in through our skin directly hits our liver, directly hits our kidneys and directly has a negative impact on our health. So so there we go, there's some free advice on how to start the step forward, right? So we, we get through those personal yeah. care products. Okay, and now let's do the same thing with our foods, right? How are we buying our foods? What are we buying? What are the small choices that we can start making? And rather than saying, okay, I'm gonna just make this radical change overnight, it's like, okay, the first thing I'm gonna tackle is breakfast, right? How do I do breakfast mm-hmm. more healthy? Then lunch. How do I do lunch more healthy? And start to get in the habits of making a one change per, right? So we so we've you know tackled our Personal care products, then we tackle breakfast, then we tackle lunch, then we tackle dinner, then we can tackle some snacks. And before you know it, you've now shifted into a completely new life that the old life is gone and you don't even remember how you were living in the past.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right. And I, I, yeah. And I love how you, I love how you put that, you break that down, you break it down into digestible steps. So that you're not overwhelmed. It's a game. Like you said, start. Yeah, yeah. it's it's
1: creating a new habit and and having fun with it. Because if I say to you, Mike, you got to change everything and you got to change everything right now, you're going to be like, dude, I'm never going to do it. I'm going to fail. Right? Yeah. Whereas if we just break it into small steps and, and incorporate those small steps into our life, okay, it may take 30 days. It may take 60 days. But you know what? no matter how many days it takes, every day that you're doing something different and better is much better than being stuck in how you are today.
0: And it's sometimes it's the smallest shift or change that can make a difference. Um, I won't lie. I've been a sugarholic most of my life. I, I have cravings, um, to, you know, for certain sweets. I'm a, I'm a chocolate fan, like all the way. And I used to go bananas with it. I would just have too much. You know what I mean? To the point where I'd have like indigestion. Really? Yeah, Yeah, like chocolate's good. Like straight up. To all the chocolate makers out there, hey, like we praise what you guys are doing because it's (laughs) – chocolate is good. Okay? Dark milk, chocolate, (laughs) whatever you got. It's all really good. But I noticed that when I just made some steps to – well, let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. I – can remember there was a time, because, you know, I'm uh, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. I'm not, like, a senior yet, but I'm not a spring chicken anymore. So I got a couple gray hairs, right? They're coming in. Um, And when I was tying up my running shoes, I just noticed my fingers were hurting as I was tying them. Just the strain of pulling on the strings and, and pulling my fingers a certain way. There was some pain that was happening, and I was just like... I guess I'm becoming arthritic. Like, it, you know, it it was hurting. And I was frustrated because it was getting a little bit more uncomfortable to put my shoes on. And I was like, you know, what's going on here? And I started cutting some sugars back for an unrelated reason. And I noticed over time, there was just this morning, uh, This this one morning came after... A period of time had passed where I was just tying up my shoes and I didn't feel any pain and it's like it vanished and so maybe I'm guessing because I didn't really change anything else knowingly and I I I try to eat a pretty low like like non-inflammatory anti-inflammatory diet a lot of seafood a lot of omega-3s and essential fatty acids and things like that Um, you know a lot of organic food but just that small change, just eating less sugar. It's not like I've cut it out completely. I'll still have it, but I don't have it as much and I have lower quantities of it. And it seems to have taken away my finger pain. So just, it was a small thing. I didn't eliminate it. I still enjoy chocolate. Sometimes that smallest shift can just bring you results that you didn't even expect. You know?
1: Every decision makes a difference yeah. and every small decision or what can feel or seem to be a small decision can have a big outcome on the back side of this so if, if there's one thing that we can leave people with today is start with the small decisions every little thing matters every little thing helps and you know this is a good topic for us to continue on in upcoming episodes too, Mike, as we check in with people and, and hear, you know, the journeys that they're yeah. having with this. And I I truly hope that, you know, just this simple message today helps inspire and and empower people to make some better decisions and, and different decisions and sort of come along for this journey with us as well. Definitely.
0: And we'd love to hear from those people. If If you're a listener and this show is this show is impacting you, then like, let us know, naturalmanpodcast at gmail.com. You can leave comments on YouTube. We love hearing people's stories and we love hearing people's feedback. And definitely, like you say, Doug, share that journey with us. You and I have shared a lot with regards to our own journeys and everybody has an individual journey and it's important that we're all here to be one another's cheerleader. You know what I mean? Completely. And and we want, you know, what we're doing here to have to have a positive impact in the lives around us. Definitely, definitely. Um, And another, another thing I wanted to hit on too, is if, if people are looking at the ingredients and they say, they they see things that don't make sense, or they don't understand what that preservative is, or even, you know, more importantly, how to say it, because often when you're not able to say it, it's probably not something that's that's the best for your body. But it's real simple to look through those ingredients and realize that you can just Google what that is. And if you're, yeah, and if you're concerned, like you can even be more specific, like uh, Google, I've Googled ingredient names that I'd never heard of. And with the word carcinogen right beside it. And sometimes I brought I got some results where I stopped using those products because there's a lot of that stuff in there. So that's just a that's another simple single step people can take to try to better what they're putting in their bodies. Um, like you like you say, man, just baby steps, simple digestible steps one at a time um, to work towards your goals. Totally. Totally. And we'll be here on the other side and
1: continue to do this and i'm happy to come anytime you need me onto uh onto an episode and we'll just keep telling people the you know what 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 we see is the truth to helping people overcome the challenges that they're facing with their health
0: definitely that's an that's an aim to this podcast so uh doug you know i'll be calling you back um we'll 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 discuss another time you can come back on and we can dive into this stuff further. Um, Thanks a lot for being here, man. Doug Godkin. Thanks for having us. Of course. Doug Godkin, amyolife.com. Check him out. I'll put it in the show notes as always. And uh, thanks for being here. Check us out also, naturalmanpodcast.com. Subscribe to us. Uh, Give us a like. We're on YouTube. We're in most places where you get your podcasts. And uh, always feel free to reach out to us. We love to hear from you guys. NaturalManPodcast at gmail.com. My name is Mike C. Until next time, stay healthy. The Natural Man Podcast. Check us out. NaturalManPodcast.com.
1: Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. I'm Matt Kundel, host of the Sound Off podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast.